Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1502 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week. And I am dropping value bombs daily on Snapchat, Instagram. It is the only direct mentoring that I do, Fire Nation. And it's the best way to start your day. So find me at John Lee Dumas. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Gavin Zuklinski. Gavin, are you prepared to ignite? Yeah, thanks for having me. (laughs) Gavin is the founder of Acuity Scheduling, the slickest way for businesses to automate and manage their appointments online, allowing clients to schedule themselves. He's a self-professed tech geek and espresso maniac who wholeheartedly believes that businesses should be fun. Gavin, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, totally. So if you've heard me talk before, Acuity was originally built for my mom. So I take everything very personally with it and she's close to me. So (laughs) it was uh, created uh, 10 years ago for her and just for her. It was a part-time effort throughout there. And then around 2013, I was at a job that I loved and had to make the decision because Acuity was taking up so much time, whether I continue on with Acuity or I shutter it and continue on with the day job that I loved. And anyway, you know which decision I, I made and I'm very happy about since then. Um, right now, I actually just moved out of uh, New York City and Ooh. back into Pennsylvania. My wife and I are expecting our first kids. So we're moving closer to family. So I'll get the fun of balancing business and family life soon too. <laughs> soon there'll be that baby screaming in the background of your podcast interviews and you have to be like, yeah, that happens. We're just going to have to roll with the punches. <laughs> and <laughs> I can tell you what, Gavin, a lot of people are really glad you made that decision to dive into Acuity. I mean, I just know that for me, whenever I'm asked what my favorite online tool is, you know, I always refer to my online scheduler because it literally saves my life every single week. It's something that I'm obsessed with. And I think Fire Nation, if you do not have an online scheduler, check out Acuity Scheduling because there's a lot of reasons why I'm as productive and disciplined and focused as I am. And a lot of it has to do with because I have my scheduler down pat. Now, Gavin, let's kind of talk about your area of expertise. And within that area, give us one value bomb that we as entrepreneurs probably don't know, but we should know. Totally. So right now I'm obsessed with customer support and scaling that up and uh, making all our customers happy and all of that. Uh, But for me, as I was thinking about it, if for me, it comes down to being personally happy myself. And I really feel strongly that if you care about happiness, both for yourself and your customers, just give up on money. As I reflect on all of the decisions that I've made that have affected our customers and myself, um, I've said no to a lot of things that would have made me money. And I've said yes to some too. And the ones that I've regretted the most have been those decisions where I put money ahead of my personal happiness and my customers and everything else. And I think that gets back to like what motivates me personally. And it's definitely not that I'm, uh, um, I'm motivated personally just by, um, uh, enjoying what I do every day. Um, but that also conflicts with a lot of those things. And it, uh, uh, I'm also, I, I really love just building things and also, um, having control over everything. That's sort of like the negative one, but I think that it, it, you have to be brutally honest <laughs> about those types of things. Um, and a lot of that, when it comes down to it, like scaling up, um, going with enterprises, doing all those types of things, um, I could have made a whole lot more money, but I didn't. 
Um, and it's all because I, I took a little bit of selfish approach, but hopefully it's the best in the end for our customers and myself so that I can keep doing this on the long term. So Gavin's value bomb, Fire Nation, is forget about money. Now, <laughs> I am going to qualify that a little bit because I am a personal believer in that you as an entrepreneur are obligated to generate revenue because let's be honest, it takes money to run businesses, to, to run life, to eat, to, to pay the bills, et cetera, to have a child. And I know you're having Gavin. So I mean, all these things do take money. So to a level, you are obligated to make money so you can keep doing your thing and inspiring others and helping others and giving value to the world. But it is only to a point because there's decisions you're going to be faced with the more successful your business is to say, you know, do I want to go down that road? And if it's always all about the money, you are going to regret those decisions. It's happened to me at EO Fire multiple times. It's happened to Gavin before. We've both taken that path towards the dollars. And then fortunately, you know, we've been able to backtrack and say, okay, well, that didn't destroy my business, but I see why I didn't just feel right about that. It's your customers, Fire Nation. It's your audience. It's your listeners. And that's why when you were talking about that customer experience, Gavin, that you're obsessed with, I love that. And for me, like I know that I'm always tweaking the onboarding experience for Podcasters Paradise and other programs like the Freedom Journal that we have, et cetera, because I'm obsessed about that experience. And if you just don't necessarily forget about the money, in my opinion, but you just kind of put it in a second, third, or fourth tier of importance, um, you're probably going to like your business more. And on some levels, you're going to be more successful. So I love that. But Gavin, I do want to move into your journey as an mm -hmm. entrepreneur, because you've talked a little bit about it in the intro, but break it down for us as far as what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. And tell us that story. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Acuity has sort of been this uh, slow but steady and steadily increasing growth too. So started 10 years ago going on as a part-time thing. So I've been really conservative with the growth. So there haven't been any like of those explosive or controversial moments. Um, but there have been some really just challenging moments, not not like really bad, but just super challenging. And I think uh, my most challenging one has actually just come up recently in the in the past couple of months. And um, this is not not a low point. It's a very positive thing, but it's it's my hardest. And uh, it's a, a larger company came to us and and offered to buy Acuity and. Uh, this has been one of those things where it starts out, you're talking, thinking about partnership, then they say something like, hey, would you be interested in acquisition? And I'm like, maybe, I don't know, I don't really know what's involved. Then they do the offer, and then I said no. Um, it took a lot of soul searching to see what that was. It's a large amount of money. I said no, and then they came back with, well, what will it take? So I had to come up with something um, ridiculous that I thought that they would say no to, and they came back and said, yes. So I'm actually at this point right now when I'm trying to decide like, what is the best thing for my company? What's the best thing for me personally? Like all the employees that we have now, what's the best for the product and what's the best for our users in the long run? Um, because I know there are personal limits to myself where where will Acuity go for a while? We're steadily increasing and that growth is increasing. But I don't know. Can I can I handle it when the growth increases and we have to hire more <laughs> or will will things bomb? And like if is this the is this the one fantastic out? It would set me up personally for a while. So I know this isn't one of the worst moments, but for me, it's sent me down this like road of like soul searching about it of where is the company going to go? Um, um, and it's a challenge, but it's a, 
it's a good one, I hope. It is. I mean, it's always kind of a dream come true when you have a company come to you and say, like, wow, you're doing so well that we either want to partner with you or potentially buy you out. Because even if you say no to all of the above, you at least know that you're doing something right. So, Gavin, you're doing a lot of things right. But as you mentioned a couple times, you avoided the question. In fact, you skirted all the way around it. You mm-hmm. know, you shared a tough moment and that you struggled with that, of course. But I'm going to hold your feet to the fire, brother. Take us to <laughs> your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. The lowest of the low. Tell us that story. Two years ago, there was um, this user who started just prior to the Christmas season, um, sort of like set up Acuity. I don't know. They were super needy, asking um, all sorts of changes and things. We sort of get these two types of users. There's the ones who understand that they're buying a product that says as is, and there's ones who who buy a product for $10 a month, but they also think that we're um, contractors. Yeah, for you're their and, personal servant for ten dollars. Yeah, <laughs> so it's I don't know. It's so it's always tough with those people to explain that um, we're not there. But anyway, this person goes down that road. So we we try our best to try to do little customizations and things. And we went a little bit too far helping them at the very beginning, and they went out of control saying things. And eventually, we had to cut them off. But when we did, it was after the Christmas season. They wanted features like. Um, coupon codes for packages, something we offer now but didn't back then, told us we were the worst company ever. Anyway, ended up um, uh, finding our address, uh, found that it was a WeWork office in New York. Everybody's remote, so it was just myself there. Ended up calling the WeWork office, sending mail to us, trying to track down my individual employees who are all remote in different states too. This person was just an absolute psycho stalker, but – I don't even know how we got them away. Eventually, I think we just had to uh, like sort of wall them off. But that was a moment when I was like, whoa, step back. We got to tell people that this is not the right product for them earlier. And sometimes helping them out and doing what you feel is the right thing you uh, uh, is the wrong one in the long term for that type of customer too. Now, that's a good story because Fire Nation, I'll tell you what, never change your business, your mission statement, your focus, your core values, your beliefs for one client. Because guess what? There are so many clients out there that, like Gavin alluded to, are perfect. You know, they, they joined, they're like, okay, this is a product. Like, I'm going to learn how to use this product and then I'm going to use this product like that. Like, I might have a question about it, but, you know, I'm not going to expect the people that I'm paying $10 a month are going to be at my beck and call. So don't change your business, your mission statement, your focus for one client. Just don't do it. And I see so many businesses all the time. And this isn't even necessarily for one client, but, you know, that one enterprise comes in and they're like, we're going to be become 80% of your business and we're going to do this, we're going to do that and you change everything for them. And yeah, sure, for six months, like they are and they're your biggest client and you've been over backwards and everybody else loses uh, because that one 80% client taking up all your resources and then guess what? They walk and they leave and it happens over and over again and then you're left holding the bag with this bigger, bloated organization and it just doesn't work. So know what your core beliefs are, know your values and stick to them. That's my big takeaway, Gavin. What do you want to make sure in just one sentence that Fire Nation gets from your story? Understanding what you're selling and making sure that your under your customers understand that same thing also. Let's shift to one of your greatest aha moments, Gavin. You kind of alluded to acuity as an aha moment, so maybe that's going to be it. But any story of your light bulb that went off of you know an idea that you had, tell us that story. Like I mentioned, acuity was a, a part-time thing, and I had a day job that I absolutely loved with the government. But anyway, um, there was one point when I decided to just 
I was like, all right, acuity is enough. It's taking up too much of my time. Let me just try to kill it and shut off signups, not let anybody else come on. Um, and I'll just focus on my day job, which was, I was like, all right, this will be it. I'll just like have a nice recurring revenue stream of people who are already set up and then let that fizzle out so I can focus on what I like. Um, and anyway, that that sort of failed. There was this initial dip, of course, because people can't sign up online. Uh, but then I got uh, an email once or twice like, hey, I just referred my friend Jane and she tried to sign up and she wasn't able to. Um, uh, what's the deal with that? Um, could you could you let her sign up? And I was like, all right, sure. Let me just um, let her sign up. And then these started rolling in and I just got more and more of them until eventually I was spending just as much time doing exceptions for people who were referred and Acuity kept growing even though public signups were off. Um, and that's that's when when that happened, that's when I felt like, okay, um, there's zero marketing. There's We made it totally really difficult for people to sign up and it's still growing like we must be on to something here and after that is when i opened it up again devoted a little bit more time to it and that was just prior to me uh doing the decision to leave that day job and uh take on acuity full-time and that was a big part of it too so my big takeaway here fire nation is listen to your audience i mean have conversations with them like when someone's saying oh do you think my friend Jane could could join? Be like, well, well, why exactly do you want Jane to join Acuity as opposed to maybe some other ones that are are currently accepting um, applications or clients or whatever it might be? Like, had that conversation to see what they like about your service, about your product, about X, Y, or Z, and 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 learn from those one on one conversations. And people, I found Gavin are terrified of of those one on one conversations because they don't scale. You can't leverage a one on one call. But guess what? you can leverage and scale the knowledge you gain from that to massive levels. So that's my big takeaway, Gavin. What do you want Fire Nation to get from your aha moment? Once you get the point where you have a good product, there's nothing you can really do to stop it, and it takes on a life of its own. And I think that the reverse is true, too. If you have a terrible project, product, it doesn't matter how much promotion and everything else you do to it. Uh, if it doesn't have that that referral type stickiness, you you haven't hit it and just keep looking. Fire Nation, just create something great. Seriously, like I'm, I'm not saying it like it's hard to do because if you care, if you niche down, if you're just not trying to be everything to everyone, but just one thing to one person, you can create something great in that area. Now, Gavin, what's one thing that has you most fired up today? Yeah. So right now I sort of mentioned it before, but I'm still really excited about um, making customers happy, but doing so at like a level of scale, because I also want to make sure that acuity stays low price, that we can stay $10 a month. Um, anybody can, you know, you can spend um, if your customers are paying thousands of dollars, you can have a rep just for them listening to every little thing and doing custom feature adjustments and all of that. But being able to do that type of thing at scale, making it so that customers feel like they are personally heard and that they have a friend at Acuity, but doing that in a profitable way that can scale up to tens and thousands of, of other users is a really difficult thing. And that's something that I'm really excited about. So there's all sorts of little tactics that we're trying with um, – uh, just fun things, uh, 
changing our copy, making sure that uh, uh, we're listening to users and that we have a feedback channel and when we add features and things that we're reaching out to them personally. But being able to track this large number of users and being able to talk to a large number of users on a very personal level and making sure that all our staff is totally trained and can speak from the heart instead of sounding like a scripted robot, um, that's something that I find really interesting and is a challenge too. And just have fun with it, Fire Nation. Like, find the thing that you really get excited about that you know you're making incremental but positive and meaningful changes on, and then just have fun with it. Now, speaking of meaningful answers, we got some of those coming up in the lightning round, so don't you go anywhere, Fire Nation. We're going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. No one ever said you have to run a business alone in order to be entrepreneurial. In fact, there are millions of corporate employees who are leveraging their own creativity through the work they do every single day. Ready to spark innovation and creativity within your organization? Northeastern University's DeMore McKim School of Business offers a master's degree for corporate entrepreneurs. They like to call it the MS in Innovation. This program, which is available 100% online and can be completed in just one year, is designed to develop leaders and change agents within the corporate setting. Foster massive growth within your organization through learning alongside their distinguished faculty members who possess extensive industry experience and study talk Topics that include marketing and selling innovation, service innovation and management, financing innovation and growth, and lean innovation. Northeastern is now accepting applications for its January cohort of online innovation students. Get started today by visiting msininnovation.com. That's msininnovation.com. I shop for pretty much everything online. I mean, who wants to waste time in a car to drive to a store than walk around looking for what you want only to then have to waste more time in a line once you've found it? With the holiday shopping season upon us, it's perfect timing. Skip the crowds and standing in crazy lines to jump online for the perfect gift, an MVMT watch. By selling online, Movement is able to cut out the middleman and retail markup, providing you with the best possible price. Movement watches start at just $95. With a classic design, quality construction, and a minimalist style, MVMT watches are the perfect gift. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by visiting mvmtwatches.com slash fire. This watch has a super clean design and I've been getting compliments ever since I put mine on. Now is the time to step up your friends and family's watch game. Visit mvmtwatches.com slash fire. Join the movement. Gavin, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I sure am. Let's do this. <laughs> what was holding you back <laughs> from becoming an entrepreneur? <laughs> sure. So I personally, I just love building things and being uh, the person who is the one who builds it. And then for me, it's stepping back and being able to lead at a, at, uh, and try to scale up where I'm not always the creator. What's the best advice you've ever received? For me, it was when one of my old bosses, we were in a meeting and we stepped out and then he, he told me, um, just try to understand what is actually motivating them. And then I took that to heart. And for me, that, that extends to both support and business of having empathy and understanding uh, who the people you're talking to are and what's really motivating them. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? 
Ooh, for me personally, um, I think it goes back to even the very beginning when I did all customer support myself and I took everything that people said very personally. Um, it's helped shape the product and myself to be very focused on the users and that's doing support myself. Can you share an internet resource like Evernotes with Fire Nation? <laughs> uh, sure. Well, sort of an internet resource. I, I love my Amazon Echo right now because I can be yeah. productive and hands-free at the same time. Love it. What do you use it for? Oh my God, everything. Like when I'm cooking timers to wake me up in the morning as I'm getting dressed, just asking her what the weather and the news is. It's like if my wife is standing there and just looked up the weather, I'll still ask uh, Alexa what the weather is. If you could recommend just one book, Gavin, what would it be and why? For me personally, I loved Jer Derek Sivers' book, uh, Anything You Want. Um, just his philosophy really resonated with me. Gavin, I want to end today on Fire Brother with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. For my guidance, I've gotten so much benefit out of my users that I say, take everything that your users say very personally and never develop a thick skin. That way, what they say can really affect you. And if you want to try out Acuity, um, there's a special link for uh, uh, Fire yeah, listeners. Yeah. Uh, acuityscheduling.com slash fire that's a-c-u-i-t-y scheduling.com slash fire fire nation you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and you've been hanging out with gz and jld today so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com just type gavin that's g-a-v-i-n in the search bar his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today best show notes in the biz timestamps links galore and of course, Fire Nation, I'm going to echo what I said at the beginning. If you don't currently have a scheduler, it is my number one favorite resource. If I woke up tomorrow and there were no schedulers in the world, like I would seriously just cry for three or four hours because my business runs off of it. It's just hundreds of hours a month, and I mean that, are saved because of the non-back and forth and just having that automated. So you have to get a scheduler. AcuityScheduling.com slash fire is a great place to start for all of the above reasons. And Gavin, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you very much. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Gavin today. And you need to knock over that big domino in your life and start your chain reaction of awesome with the Freedom Journal. I'll catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. With a classic design, quality construction, and a minimalist style, MVMT watches are the perfect gift. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by visiting mvmtwatches.com slash fire. This watch has a super clean design, and I've been getting compliments ever since I put mine on. Now is the time to step up your friends and family's watch game. Visit mvmtwatches.com slash fire. No one ever said you have to run a business alone in order to be entrepreneurial. Northeastern University's DeMore McKim School of Business offers a master's degree for corporate entrepreneurs. They like to call it the MS in Innovation. Northeastern is now accepting applications for its January cohort of online innovation students. Get started today by visiting msininnovation.com. That's msininnovation.com.